your boy, Welcome. It's your boy Sweet Dog, and I got my, my boy David Feinberg on the, on the show. <laughs> you ever How heard? Are you, sir? <laughs> a more out of place thing. Like, <laughs> it's Sweet Dog, it's your boy, and your here's um, a bag of bagels. It's a bag of Here's your uncle that you never call back, but <laughs> he's always pretending like he wants to <laughs> lunch with you. <laughs> Here's a, the hotline to your local Carabas. You know, just something you feel uncomfortable with. Just something you don't feel good about. Yeah. Are you graduating yeah. college and finally looking to explore your heritage? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried drinking from a samovar? Yeah. Are Cultural you appropriate? <laughs> Are you done uh, dyeing your hair blonde? <laughs> Have you thought about getting into bluegrass music as a replacement <laughs> for a personality? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you walking around with the same type of Ray-Bans that, uh, what the fuck is his name? Fuck! <laughs> what the fuck is his name? I forget. You know who I'm talking about. What? You know. Rivers Cuomo or something? He sings, he sings that song. He's a white guy. I think Jewish people love him. He sings that song with the N-word, Hurricane. What's that song, Hurricane? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan? Yeah, 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 yeah. He says N-word in, in the story of the hurricane? Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. I feel like he's he's a I think that Bob Dylan probably has like dementia or something, and there's like some sort of cover-up going on. That, he, like, he's also from like, a different time. I guess. No, that's not even what I'm saying. I'm saying that he is of a different time and that he's fucking old and people should leave him alone. And he just like he dropped a really nice album recently that I listened to a little bit of, and it was pretty good. But like, I people need to fuck. There should be an age where no one's allowed to talk to you, or they're killed by the government. Like, you should be killed that by the old. government. Yeah. Yeah, like the government comes to you and they're like, "You keep talking to Joni Mitchell, and you need to fucking stop." Yeah. Uh, and if not, we're gonna put you up a cliff real quick. We're gonna fuck Ugh. you up. We're gonna fucking kill you. Hi, we're the U.S. government. We're gonna fucking kill you. They really used. They used. Although, you know, they what? recently stopped doing that. Like they sent Doctor King. What, a killing people? No, I mean letting them know. They're like Did they, they sent Doctor King a letter. They're like, look, man, you can kill yourself or. That's the that's the thing that I think black people and Jewish people know is that the, the government is not to be trusted by any means. And yeah. I'm always surprised. Even if the government I, I is black, even if the government is Jewish. <laughs> black, Jewish, who gives a shit? Like, I, and, and then you meet like black Jews. And black Jews are like, I have friends who are like black Israelite and stuff. And they're oh, like, hell I yeah. Trust the government for <laughs> I love those guys. Dress I'm up like, like yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Dress up like the dress up like the dress up like the Power Ranger that wasn't in the squad to start. You know, he's like halfway through the season. He's the janitor the with the horn. What is that? Is that Kano Thunder? Which one is it that they have the horn? There used to be one where you could bring the horn up, and that meant that the guy was evil. I used to play. Oh my god! I don't know, man. But they Power Rangers had the shit. There's 30 but, different seasons of Power Ranger. I would imagine that. They only have like five ideas. Yeah. It's like dinosaurs, ninjas, cars. I also remember being a little kid and like 
seeing them add something onto their sword or something. And I was like, you guys are just trying to sell another toy right now. Like seeing immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then they're- Yeah, but they'd be like, this is shit. What the yeah. fuck? Oh, yeah. wait, I got to get up. They always, it always, long that they always had like a little, a, a little dance before they changed. Because it's like, why, why do you have to do that? On the podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they play a fucking fan people on the audio podcast yeah. will understand what I just did. I was pan fluting. Uh, I forget which ranger does that. I'm also eating. I'm sorry. The audio sounds horrible. There's a delay. I don't know what's good. This is right. We're just hanging at this point. I might, I might have to come up to your place and do it. What are you? Are you in South? No, I'm in like fucking Fairmount. I'm oh, like sick. Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fairmount's Go to Bishop's really, Collar. It's a, it's a little... What's that? You got to go to Bishop's Collar and see my boy Colin. Oh, I will. I, I love having you. somebody at a bar to be like, hey, real quick. I know, uh, I know, I know a guy. Please, <laughs> please, please, please give me a beer. Life has been yeah, so I have, hard so far. I have $9, sir, please. Things are not going well. I made a I'm lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. I, uh, <laughs> every day, it's like, I don't know. It seems pretty... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, you do that, that sounds pretty sweet. I, I had, a, I had a, a professor in college, and she was like... she I, You know what? I'll shout her out. Amy Caples, and she used to be on Channel 6... She was like an anchor, I think. And she, she in class once was like, the only way to get your student loan debt forgiven is the following processes. And the last one she goes, and you can get them all forgiven if you die. And I remember just like, you know, everybody sitting in class and you hear everybody have the same thought of being like, what? Like a room full of like media studies majors, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. this isn't even a real joke. It shouldn't exist. I had a boy who was going to CCP uh, like five years ago, whatever. And he's he's not stupid per se, but he is the dumbest human being. He has the worst logic of any person I've ever met in my life. Like, for instance, one time, like I was working out, I was like lift, I was like bench pressing. I just started bench pressing or something. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can't lift a lot. I lift like you know, like 120 or something, something very light. And he was like, wait, how much you weigh? And I was like, I don't know, like 145, 150. He's like, you should be able to lift your own body weight. And I was like, what makes you think that? And he's like, well, you could do a push-up, can't you? And I was like, that's not the same. That's not how that works. That's not how that works at all. That's not, that's not yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I could lift my own body weight either. I don't, I'm around there too. That's weird. I think of you as being a bigger dude. How tall are you? I'm 6'1". And yet we weigh the fucking same. Good on you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> boys. The boys back home, baby. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Wait, I but guess, wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold I, on, hold I, on, I hold on. But he, uh, he was going to CCP and he had a professor that was telling him that when your yeah. student loan, when your student loans get too heavy, you should just go back to school. He was like, if you get $80,000 in student loans and you're not making enough money, just go back to school. And I was like, he, and my boy thought that if you make, if you have a salary job, you get the money up front. So like, if you make seventy thousand dollars, I was like, how are you supposed to live if you have four hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt 
and you are a manager at Best Buy. I don't understand. You got a business. <laughs> you got a business degree. From I can't. Right? Yeah. Just like people who are like, yeah, I'm going to get a fucking uh, video game degree full sale. And, yeah, there uh, we go. Do all good. <laughs> and look, get your shit. But like, don't think that, I mean, the economy is not meant to do anything but fuck you if you're down, at the, you know, if you're down here or in, in any regard, like, I don't know, just like uh, now having grad, I graduated college, but it's like, yeah. and I, I went into an industry and I did all right. And then it didn't. And then I was like, this is a fucked up mess, this industry. I was in entertainment for a while, like uh, doing like PAing work, which is like, you know, you're like bottom shelf. Yeah, sometimes fun, most of the time sucks. It's awful. Like I, and I had so many times that like, I was like, I can't believe how incredibly awful this industry is. And I, I fucking left it. And I was like, if I didn't have white privilege and like fiscal responsibility, no way this would have worked. And I, I meet people all the time that are like, 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 I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, God rest you, because that is, it's a fucked up mess out there, especially right now. This, like the student debt shit. I don't understand how Betsy DeVos has not been drawn and quartered at this point. Just like because have a, a woman who's never taught it. What? We, we live in a world where we live in a society, I should say, in, in America, where every aspect of your life you're supposed to get scammed you're supposed to get scammed uh by your first job you're supposed to get scammed by college you're supposed to get scammed by your first job out of college you're supposed to constantly be getting underpaid constantly accruing debt not having any real equity uh until you are okay enough to buy a house and if you don't buy a house with like a 10-year tax abatement uh, by the time you're like 30, you're probably just going to be poor. It's just going to be fucked. You're just going to be fucked. It's true. Yeah. It's just going to be bad forever. You know? You are going to be like, I, I, I can't uh, call out of work because I'm sick or I'm going to miss my rent. You know, even though you make good money, you can make good money and you could be like, I can't take a week off because if I take that week off, it'll fuck all of my finances up and then I'll have to go stay with my parents. People are like, I don't know, like a, my younger brother just turned 20 yesterday. Yeah. He was like, things seem really fucked up. <laughs> and he was like, things feel different. And I was like, yeah, man, it's pretty bad out here right now. And it, it's like, you know, you start to crest that hill at 20 and you're like, you're like, uh, like, oh no. Like yeah. the horizon is very hit. attractive on the way up. It's like, it's so on your way right? towards it. It's so hot. You know, and you go two oh. miles in and you're like, this fucking sucks. I'm poor. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this People, job sucks. I feel like just young. I don't understand when young people love America. I don't understand patriotism amongst young people. Because it's like, especially like, I know people like, you know, like Europeans. And <laughs> uh, I know Europeans. Uh, yeah. But and they like, you know, they come over here and it's just like, people are trying anything they can to not have to like, 
live in this like financial trap like it's not in every country that you have to like get hit by a fedex bus and get a fucking like yeah payout in order to live a, a structured and happy life right yeah. so it's like what the like that that you need that sort of like boost in your life i had a friend in college and he had his foot run over and they just gave him a prepaid credit card and he was like and you know he spent it on he spent it on his fucking textbooks that's sad that's sad you got the payout of a scam to not pay a mo- another not a motorcycle, scam. not fucking a jean jacket. This motherfucker was like, these books are $800 a piece. Right, and that's the I thing. I can't find them used anywhere. If you get enough money, but you're still too young, you'll still get fucked. You're still done for. And that's the thing that I think is the most like upsetting about it is like, on one hand, you had this traumatizing event where some guy ran over your foot and thank God he had a little money in the bank and he like hushed you up. But then you're still in this fucking machine that like, just yeah. it just ate all his money. And for what? We all got fucking media studies degrees. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. it means nothing. It means that when you're, when you're 32, you could pretend to be like a real writer or some shit or pretend like, you know... You can run right. the show, but I, the I, current I, state of affairs, the entertainment industry is changing drastically because you can't have more than 50 people in one place. So, like, I guess all, all media will just transform into, like, this fucking bullshit, like, avant-garde, like, some fucking girl in her apartment making an omelet, you know? Eating it, right. eating it slowly yeah. with a backing band, like to the side, like to the side shot and shit, and like that's that's twenty five minutes. It costs uh, thirty thousand dollars to make in fucking uh, Manhattan, and then you hope <laughs> that YouTube pays you uh, on time. You know? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I got I got fucked over this past year. I didn't get fu- I got paid. But uh, I, I did something with like a major like media meme page or whatever. And I got paid out, but uh, the shit never went up. And it was like, you know, what am I going to do? Contact them about some shit? And it's like, right now, like I, I was just on the phone with someone about it the other day. And I was like, they were like, would you, you know, do you want to be signed or anything like that? And like, like, not that they were offering me something, but that, like, it was just, like, it was taking the thing that I make and putting it, like, towards L.A. and, like, asking if that was exciting. And, uh, I mean, I guess that, like, the pre-COVID answer was, like, hell yeah, I oh, love it. You know, like. I'm fucking you know, out. <laughs> polish that trailer hitch off. And then, uh, you know, but, like. You get the stick the, with the bandana. You right Yeah, yeah. I bindle, I bindle my way across the United States, like in a shitty car so that I have something to write about my autobiography. And like, I, but like, I feel like right now, Hollywood is like on these last legs of like the other day, somebody was like, it's a show and they made it all during quarantine. And I was like, well, that's it. 
Like, what else are we going to do? Like, what's the next step after that? You're not going to make the wire where they all wear masks. That's ridiculous. You know, like, yeah. they're definitely not going to, like, transfer it into another thing. It's Who gonna would want to watch It's going to take too long for society to adjust to COVID-era things for it to be relevant. Like, it, like you, if you watch a fucking a sitcom and they're wearing a fucking mask, you're going to be like, this is stupid. It's just stupid and it's yeah. not funny. And people already, even talented actors, have a hard time like uh, projecting their voice. So it's like you got right. you got Henry Cavill in the Witcher costume and a little leather mask, and you can't hear shit he say. What whatever. I think uh, the funny part is that Hollywood was already on its way out, like a year and a half yeah, ago, because the culture is too toxic and people are fed up. And instead of it's really instead of dealing with Hollywood, people are dealing with Silicon Valley with like fucking YouTube and that, all these fucking tech companies. There's no middleman. You're talking to a rope. You're talking to somebody who just emails and like, we have this X amount of money for you. When will it be ready or some bullshit? There's, there's always some sort of a thing where it's like, I, I feel like the thing that terrifies me the most right now is, is seeing that like, there's definitely going to be, like, it's not that things are crumbling, it's that things are staying the same and people are still, like, buying into it, you know? Like, that people are still like, well, I still want to watch, you know, the cartoons that I like and that kind of a thing. And hey, man, that every, thing yo, primetime Wednesday, <laughs> Law and Order. Law and Order, DB, <laughs> Law and Order DBE. I don't know what it means anymore. I'm just watching the show. If those episodes don't come out, I'm going to the office, I'm pulling out my fucking nine, and I'm killing everyone I can get. It I'm is funny, everyone. like, I worked a lot of jobs where, like, I will work with someone who's, like, 30 or 40 years older than me and shit, and the way that they live their life is on, like, they're on rails completely. And humans, yeah. like, really do well on a schedule. But, like, when, I, when you talk about, like, motherfuckers are saying the same thing each day, watching the same shows, consuming reading the paper like everything is just on rails and it's just like yeah they can't they can't imagine they can't see they're schizophrenic in a sense because yeah, well, they, i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off no nah, because like if you one of the main aspects of like schizophrenia is that you cannot perceive other people's like uh viewpoint you have no you have no frame of reference and you have this giant generation of people who consume media through CBS at fucking 8 PM every day. Like my great grandmother, every day she watches the Pennsylvania lottery, then Je then jeopardy, then wheel of fortune. And then she goes upstairs every day. She's been doing that shit for like 25 years. So it's like, how are you going to repackage what Hollywood New York has done for the entertainment industry? And present it to all these younger people who who don't give a shit. They don't give a shit how they see it. You can watch it. Only only thing people don't want to do is watch a full show on their phone because Quibi sucks. Yeah. No one wants to watch a a feature length film on an iPhone five. I I like uh, I was thinking about that with like I, like not wanting to watch like uh, I I was thinking about like old iPod touches like I used to have an iPod touch mm, and i remember yeah. watching like i even on an ipod classic i used to watch movies on it and i remember, yeah, I remember being, that 
fuck, like straining the shit yeah. out of my eyes. Well, it was so and new. It was like, I got to do this. Yeah, yeah, you're like, hell yes. We can watch 200 movies on this thing. I'm going to watch Superbad on my iPod. <laughs> Yo, you said wiener, dude. What? Like, I, I missed that uh that age of innocence about it because i feel like that is what is crumbling and i feel like that is what has to happen for people like i i, I used to work in an office job i worked in an office job for like four months and i was like you guys are fucking dying in here like this is it is insane to see like i'm a big like uh like um office space fan and stuff yeah, like that course. like yeah. but it's like it's insane to see the accuracy of the depiction of like modern workplaces and then to to go into those workplaces and be like this is a fucking nightmare no one yeah. here is like alive anymore everyone's and like here. we're in a simulation right it's, it's just a fucking no it's just a fucked up mess is what it is it's that like Everyone is convinced that, like, you get to go home and you get to watch fucking, like, behind the scenes of Rick and Morty, and that's enough for you. Like, and yet you work at, like, I afraid, like, why is it, how is it that I can have 24-year-old friends that work at fucking, like, Raytheon and shit, and, like, what, like, why, how are you justifying that to yourself? Like, I, I have people that I love and that are, like, best friends of mine that like work at companies that are like, I'm going to blow up shit in the Middle East, like tomorrow. And it's like, yeah. it's there was some tweet from some woman like two weeks ago where she was talking about like the police state, you know, BLM and all this shit. But then someone was like, is this you? You know, that is this you tweet. And it was her talking about how she works for some company. That's like this government funded company. <laughs> that's like working on racial uh not racial facial recognition software and she's racial like it's just to follow a couple people around it's not for nothing you know <laughs> and it's like you really whatever it's the whole thing where like like conservative christian conservatives main thing is like you can't raise minimum wage because prices will go up you know you yeah. you need you need slave labor you need people to be homeless and fucked up or you can't afford your old Navy flip-flops. Right, that's the thing is like, I feel like my dad grew up like, like especially right right after college, he grew up like super poor. Like he was like living really poor. And as someone who like, as the son of someone, my dad was eligible for food stamps. I'm eligible for food stamps. And it's like, if you live it for a day, I feel like that's the thing that like is, this horror show that like you you realize like how little you could actually shell out and then it, and then like i don't know there's just this this supreme i think that if if american society had this supreme disconnect but like and this is a horror like thought as well but like if all poor people lived in one city and all rich people lived in one city like separately that would be like it would justify the feeling oh, that dude. I feel like I've been th have. I've been thinking for weeks about uh, all the minorities in the in the country getting three states in the Midwest. Just <laughs> again, like South Dakota, fucking Idaho, and just let right. you know.
Letting us wild out. Let us have that. The flat spaces. The flat go. spaces. You know, because then, like, <laughs> then it's like the flat. The places are so flat. Then we could like build basketball courts and football field, football fields and shit, and like you know, <laughs> skate parks. It could be. It could be really beneficial for white America still. <laughs> we could start a fucking. Uh... We can start a little league, and every team is sponsored by Checkers, but it's a Checkers in different towns. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah, Checkers in Maryland. <laughs> Where are the Checkers? This is PG Maryland County, Mar- PG County Checkers. Yeah. Mm. What is this podcast supposed to be about? <laughs> I, I listened to your last episode, I think, and I was oh, my like, "Boy, smutty." And I was like, boy, I, I don't know if I'm going to have the, the gusto to like. Yeah, Smarty's a wild boy. I've been trying to get him on the show for a yeah. long time. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this is very impressive, but good Lord. Like, I don't he know has if some I great tweet. He has some great tweets. He had a tweet last week that was like, the only part about going to heaven I'm upset about is Hitler's not there. I want to fight ball so bad. <laughs> yeah, I saw you post that shit. And I was like, yeah. I That's such a good tweet. That's a guy who like if. Maybe the era was different if, I don't know. He, that guy would be a great, like, comedic writer, which is why oh I want to get him on the podcast. Shout out to Smutty. Uh, if you hear this, please follow me back on Instagram. I'd be so... <laughs> he, uh, fo- he didn't follow me back until I asked him to do the show. I've been messaging this guy for, like, a year and a half. Well, I, you know what? I'm dedicating a minute of my segment on this show yeah. to... Uh, shouting him out, and also um, Elio's Pizza. If Elio's Pizza could start Damn, hell yeah. sponsoring me, have you ever thought about like I I have a I have a podcast too, and it's like I always want like a local business to start sponsoring it. Yeah, I, 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 I asked like, I asked a local business. They didn't they didn't message me back. <laughs> who who'd you ask? They're my boy, crime and punishment. I asked those assholes. I was like, yo, y'all want. Sp- I was like, yo, y'all want to sponsor my podcast? Neither one of those assholes messaged me back. Shout out to Mike and Mike, <laughs> fucking scumbags. Right. You got I've been drinking beer the- for free in that place for four years. Sponsor my podcast. I feel like that, that is a that is a low-key like a, a Philly thing. It's like people who have like I feel like it is people who have slept with people at crime and punishment, but it's also like people that sit there all goddamn day. But like like I feel like uh, there is a small contingent of people that just like crime and punishment never asks for a bill. That is my favorite thing. I feel like that's when you ascend to the next level. Oh yeah, if you're cool there, you'll get you'll get some love. You yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're sick, man. I was an asshole in that bar for like a year and a half. I was depressed. I uh, broke up with my girlfriend. I was lit. My, my my living expenses were about three quarters of my income. Uh, my house sucked. I was fucked up, and I would just go there to hang out. Sometimes I wouldn't drink. I would just sit there and just, I was so de- I did, when I what I would come home from my job uh, plumbing where I was making like ten dollars an hour, even though I was worth a lot more. And I would I had a case. Of, I would get I would drink like a case of PBR a day. You know, usually, sometimes. Damn. I know, it was crazy. One time I was pouring, I was dumping the the cans into the recycling bin, and my neighbor got concerned, and they came over, and they knocked on my door. They're like, are you all right? And I was like, oh, my house is just... <laughs> my, 
My house is just a mess, which it was. <laughs> it was disgusting. I feel like everybody that like I feel like I I, I don't have diagnosed depression, but I had like one summer where I was like, I'm like, gonna die. If you, have, if you have a yeah, you're like I think I'm gonna die, but like. I, I had I had a summer where so, like you know you get that text message when people are like are you okay like <laughs> I feel like you know what's really funny is and I, I've been talking about this on shows like people have been like been like oh my god how am I gonna spend all my time indoors and it's like if you've been depressed for like a whole summer or yeah. like you weren't able to get There's laid two for, years like, of your life by years. accident. Yeah, yeah, like, you just, like, you have to fast forward through this portion of time. Like, the fucking COVID shit has been nothing. Like, you just have to go lonely to a store or something like that. Getting takeout. all day. <laughs> yeah, just, like, eating on a mattress with plastic on it. Yeah, it's it is. too hot. I've been, a, I've, been a Uber, I've been a Uber Eats Platinum member since 2016. I know how to be sad. <laughs> I've watched, sad. I've watched, I've rewatched Terminator 2 at least 25 times. I've heard the sound of a spoon hitting the bottom of Turkey Hill ice cream at 10 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You understand what I've been through. And that, I, my younger brother, he was like, he was like in high school and I was going through that shit. And he came to my place. And I think that, uh, Shout out to him if he's listening to this, and I hope my mom never listens to this. But like, I'm my sure you're uh, sending it to your mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out Debbie. Um, uh, my my grandma's my brother. Name. That's your grandma's name. Yeah, Debbie. There you go. Right. I call Debbie. her Debbie. We call her Debbie. We don't call her grandma. She doesn't like that. Debbie, that's nice. Actually, you know what? It's like uh, my mom doesn't have a good nickname. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> Debra Albert. Deb. Yo, Deb. <laughs> Yo, Deb. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I could enter a home with that kind of manic fucking energy. Deb. Whoa. Oh, like, I like, I love Lucy. Oh, yeah, I love Lucy style. Hey, whoa. Like, Lucy, oh, I'm gay. <laughs> a live bird in my hands that I throw. Um, like, uh, I, I was, uh, I, I smoked up my brother. We went to go see Finding Dory. Damn, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and he, he, uh, he was real. I mean, he was, he couldn't have been more than like 16 years old. And I was just like fucking depressed, right? At 19. And well, maybe I was 20 or something. Like, uh, he, we're all sitting in the backyard and I, uh, like, you know, we're smoking and, and my mom calls me and I throw the phone to him and he's like, hey, like, you know, that like first go of it kind of a thing and you're like getting back into your own head. Oh God, he really like, <laughs> it was like, my mom was like, years later, I think my mom was like, hey, what was your brother okay the other day? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like, fine. I don't know what he is. I don't know. What's he's depressed. He's a kid, man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Finding Dory. It's a great cool. movie. I, I legitimately, I was really stoned when I saw it. And I remember one second of that movie where that giant fish goes by and it goes, yeah. watch yourself, little lady. 
yeah. then I laughed in the like 40th Street, whatever theater in West Philly. West Philly, yeah. And I saw I just, American that, Sniper there. That's fucking sick. Oh my god, did you feel so patriotic? I bet. No, you I was trying. To, I was trying to have sex with a girl in there. It was. It was the last. <laughs> it was the last showing of the movie. It was like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. No one what else is in the theater. They stopped the movie like 30 minutes before it ended because they didn't know we were in there. They I know we had left. I've never had sex in a movie theater. And uh, if, I, if I put this out into the universe, maybe it'll come back and manifest. But I would love to have sex in a movie theater. And if it happens, I promise to shout the name of this podcast in here. <laughs> Sweet Dog and Friends! <laughs> yeah! Like, yeah! I got a vein in my neck. Hey, man, we got, hey, man, we got night vision cameras, man. You got to get out. <laughs> Hey, we got glow in the dark camp. You gotta get out. You guys, uh, hey, I don't want the seats getting all fucking uh, crisp. Okay, we got crispy seats. I'm Sweet not. killed it. himself seven years ago. You can't say that no more. That's disrespectful. We've all got, got X Men fucking Cyclops glasses. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be sick. I always wanted those. Twenty forty five, baby. That's when it's happening. You know, have you ever? I don't know. This is, this seems like the right podcast to do this on. But do you know about like? 2045 theory about like uh when computers are supposed to like be smarter than the computing power of all human minds have you ever heard about this uh i'm a big believer in a robot apocalypse i've played enough video games and watched enough film and tv to be afraid of it but also not know how i think that we i think i to, to interrupt you i think the perfect era of technology was in between the years of 2007 and 2010 and everything that we've done after that is a mistake and is only going to come to bite us back in the ass and end i i lost my ipod classic uh like three years ago now maybe two years ago and i miss that era of like like as you were saying like good but like good enough and then yeah, a Blackberry. Right, yeah. I miss playing Brick Breaker on the Blackberry. Like, yeah, I don't need to be, I don't need to play Call of Duty on my phone. Right, right. There is, a, there is a level where it's too much, and I work with kids all goddamn day. So it's like seeing when a kid, like, is thinking about it all the time, that's when it's fucked up. And you have kids, too. Like, are you, do you, do you let your kids play on the phone? Nah, I don't let them do shit. They come over here. They get put to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nah, but All my right. son, my son loves my son loves PlayStation a lot. Uh, video games, I'm not too strict with. I let them play games for an hour or two. The thing that I am strict with is YouTube kids videos. They creep the fuck out of me. They're terrifying. I think I don't know what kind of shit is going on. They cannot watch that. They cannot watch that. It's fucked I up. Any anyone right now who's listening to Sweet Dog and Friends and is a parent, I would love if you would research a little bit about fucking YouTube kids because it is a weird cesspool that like some people are trying to make like face swap videos or like deep fakes, but some people are trying to terrify children and you're making my life harder. So that's why I'm taking a stand today. Yeah, it's the 
You're making Sweet Dog's life harder. It's a place for uh, not even subliminal messages. They're just the one. The one video that fucked me up where I was like, they can't watch this. Movie. They. It was a video. It was SpongeBob, but what a lot of these YouTube videos were doing, where they were they were using the Minecraft engine to make videos. So it's SpongeBob, but it's in Minecraft. So it starts off, and the guy's like trying to do SpongeBob's voice, but not really. And I was like, all right, he must just be like a shitty actor or whatever. That's fine. But then there was like a bunch of weird shit going on in the background, and it was like I was, I was like, do y'all see this? And they were like, what are you talking about? And then there was a scene where Patrick is getting tortured by a guy called the Finger Man. And the finger and then as the Finger Man is saying shit, the screen is like going black like for a half a second. Yeah, like, like it's strobing Yeah, it's like it's strobing it. It's doing this weird shit. And I'm like, why the what the fuck is this? And I was like, y'all never watching this shit again. Yeah, yeah. People think that fucking like our generation is fucked up. The next generation is going to be so our fucking sh- weird. Our shit was so subdued, man. I didn't even know about the Disney video, like the dicks and Disney videos, Disney movies, until I was yeah. like, oh. I didn't know about that until I, I was like 22. But that's just like some fucking horny ass animators that are like, ah, let's put a dick in here, right? Yeah, but there's also, there's also probably some other shit in there. There's some deep state shit in there. Probably. First, first of all, let me just say this: most forms of media produced by, like, let's call them, let's call them, uh, where are the big companies? Disney, Fox, uh, what the fuck is the one? Comcast, G. All of those. Everything that we see is mostly propaganda. Oh my God! Yeah. Also, to make, like- to make us buy Krispy Kreme donuts and think that the Iraq War is cool. And whatever. You're able to like see that shit and like be like, well, whatever. Captain America is clearly propaganda. I like the movie, but I don't like him. I remember, I mean, disillusioned is a big term, but like I, I remember being really young and like I was really into like the ideas behind advertising. And I remember there are people that like, if you like advertising, either you get so into it and you get so into the advertising world that it's like you never like come out of it like you work in it or whatever, and that's not fine. But like I will like let you do your thing or whatever is comfortable. But there's also like every now and again I see them and it's lovely to see them. When I was like a little kid, like I mean like like 10, 11, 12, like like having been obsessed with advertising and able to identify it like you know you're like sitting in like a like a chipotle with your mom and someone sits down and they're like i love chipotle oh my god it's so good here and like you hear it and it just like ruins your little 13 year old head and like you just start wait has chipotle been around that long i guess i mean what uh how long has Chipotle been around? Like I haven't what, noticed. What, what, I didn't notice Chipotle until I was like nineteen or twenty. Really? I don't. I don't. I don't identify it as like an early two thousands thing. I want to say yeah, it's definitely later on then. But like even in that, was like sitting at a Chipotle and your mom and your brother 
are like, I love Chipotle. Let's go to Chipotle. And like, you start to like hear the shit. I used to get a bunch of flack from my brother because we would like, there's nothing to do in our hometown growing up. So we would like go to Walmart and I would be like, I'm fucking depressed here at this Walmart. And he'd be like, you're always depressed. We have to go shop again. It's like, everyone should be pal. It's not a good thing here. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking modern slavery. And everyone, the fucking crazy thing about it is that everyone agrees with it and yet they don't do anything about it. You can oh, be yeah. like the most equalized people in the world and they're still shopping at like fucking Nike stores. And it's like, at least if you're gonna do it, feel bad about it. Like that's the first step to yeah, it. At least when you unlock your iPhone, be like, somebody jumped up. They had to put in suicide nets for this phone, you know? Right, yeah. There's definitely <laughs> like some sort of, you need to- steal, First of all, steal every, let, let me start this. Steal. Let's start this way. Steal everything you can from any major, from Walmart, from Amazon, from Apple. Uh, buy a, a pair of AirPods from Apple's website, and then when they get to your house, say that you did not get them. Do that with yeah. every major purchase you make online, because those companies fucking suck. Go to fucking Sprouts in South Philly and steal all the artisanal soap you can. Fuck I, Sprouts, I man. I'm never going in there. It's fucking so, you know what? It's it's not. It's I go to the Italian market where all the vendors are racist, the white ones and the Asian ones and the Hispanic ones. Uh, that's where I go. element of danger when I shop. I want to feel like someone's trying to pick my pocket. <laughs> I want somebody to hand me a dollar bill and the dollar bill is wet. You know what I'm about? I want to go to Golden yeah. Donut. I want to eat something that I feel like is going to stop my heart. I want to show someone who's not from this city the Italian market, and I want them to be like, this place kind of sucks, and I'm like, it grows on you. You got to come here a couple of times. They're, they're like, this is the best thing in Philadelphia? This the that best was another thing. thing, working in entertainment was like, they would be like, like I would get these crews in from LA and shit, and they'd be like, what's the most delicious restaurant in all of Philadelphia? And you have five options before it's ridiculous for them in some regard like where is their line and it's like also what is it about ha having a town prove itself that shows you more about la than it does philly yeah also like, the, thing, the thing about philly that's sick is that the worst places have the a poppy store where there's bullet holes in the door yeah. And there's a kid trying to work on this dirt bike out back. That's the best place to go. Go there and get chicken fingers at any time of the day. You tell me that's not one of the best meals you can have. There's a cat that takes priority over you in line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what happens is you go to the back of that poppy store and you find a, an orange hat with a tiger on it. And you're like, this is the best hat ever. And people are like, question you for years about where you got it and you're like i'll never find i have no I'll clue find. man yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about it huh okay yeah, man. <laughs> poppy stores are the best place to get food in philadelphia that's the best place sure. to compare you for it's better than wawa you go to any pot you go to any poppy store in any part of the city you go in there you get condoms you get a meal you can get you can buy hookah <laughs> 
You buy you, you can gamble. Most of them you can gamble at now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can go in there and buy a Rick and Morty themed bong with like a watermelon <laughs> Rick, some like yeah, non- yeah. <laughs> actual Rick and Morty. Yeah, shit. you can buy a pickle Rick bowl and gamble on the Mavericks Clippers and get a Pasolito. <laughs> I, I went, seven minutes. I went with uh, my friend Frank and I. He he's from like he's from like right off at like Lehigh, and he I was like he came over to my house to write something like a few months ago, like pre-COVID, and he goes, I go, he goes, what's like bumming you out? Because I I had like a fucking somber face on, and he goes, what's bumming you out? And I went paid too much for a cheese stick earlier and frank uh, frank's black and he goes he goes i'm gonna take you you're gonna get the best cheese steak of your fucking life he drives me like all the way fucking up like to, his house, uh, to a place where a jewish person hasn't been since 1920 or something oh yeah and back I mean, when jews were tough to back yeah back in the day when we had some fucking grit baby and he buys me a cheese steak with like mayonnaise on it and all this shit people are gambling in the back <laughs> he i eat this thing and then we go do a show he goes how are you feeling i was like i'm gonna fucking die tomorrow <laughs> like don't worry yeah. i didn't have food. high blood pressure until i ate this cheese steak yeah i have hypertension now <laughs> I, have, I got gout they had to cut off my foot yeah uh, and, uh, my <laughs> I was uh, and like people that like are laughing at me. Have you ever like I like only the black community will do this where it's like if I am in a store where um like white people never are, only the black community will be like, Are you lost or something like that? <laughs> white people will fucking yeah. kill you and put you in a trunk. Black yeah. people will be like like laughing at me. What you, doing right? what you doing around here? <laughs> Who you here with? Who you here with? <laughs> I, Is I, your friend? Like be, be super next to your black friend, like just trying to talk to Frank the whole time. Like, hey. Yeah, or yeah, when you're not talking to him, you're looking at your phone, you're like, uh, yep. Mm -hmm, something, important. something important. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I am. Um, but I'm not to, calling uh, the police. Don't worry, everyone. I'm down with it. I just rub lotion into my eye, and then my eye burns. <laughs> I used lotion for like a little bit. People started calling me on it. I was like, "Come on, guy! Like, don't let me." That's that's toxic white cultures. Toxic Ooh, white culture. Know. Toxic white culture putting Brussels sprouts in mac and cheese. <laughs> that's good though. They they're all right with them. <laughs> I love Brussels sprouts. Toxic white culture is trying to make an Asian fusion restaurant and trying to combine the names of what would be an American restaurant and like a fucking Asian restaurant. Yeah. You know, like poor boy Juan. Yeah, or like black or like black dragon, but the black is like BL a triangle and a K. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon doesn't say dragon, it's just a little emoji, it's just a little emoji. Can you go? Can you guys watch my kid? I'm going down to Boys in the Hood. Yeah. And it's spelled H U U D. A vodka soda is twenty two dollars. 
$22. And they don't even have an ATM that gives out 20s. It only gives out 50s. And they don't have to give out 10s. So now you got to take out $60 to get to give them a, a $5 tip. All right. Go back. Go back. Go back. Uh, I will. I will say to get back to being depressed for a second because I think that was a good tangent. I do miss how when I was go when I was really depressed and like wanting to die and like sticking my gun in my mouth and shit. I was enjoying certain things. So I was enjoying music. I would like. I was enjoying like having sex and like getting drunk. I loved that stuff so much. It like it kept. Like being a scumbag like kept me alive, you know. Seeing my, oh my friends, I, I couldn't like I had to see my friends constantly. I I had I took like fucking this is not as cool as your thing, but like I I was like just starting to do stand up at that point, and like if it wasn't for that shit, I I mean I I wouldn't have killed myself, but I I just would be like a worse person now. Like I just spent all I was like all right this feels a little bit good. I gotta like do it more. I'm like pushing myself to be like in spaces that nobody wanted and like doing shitty stand up that nobody liked. And like the the fact that that was like, it was like a really long time ago now. And like everybody forgot about it. Thank fucking God. But like that things sort of worked out from there was fucking awesome. But it's like, it is one of the, like if I, I, I hope everybody hears this. If Speedy Ortiz ever hears this, that song "Swim Fan." I know this is a a white comment, but uh, that I song. Swim you're, talking. Fan. you're talking fucking. You're talking fucking Mandarin now, buddy. Right, right. If if Speedy Ortiz ever hears this, uh, that song "Swim Fan" got me through a whole fucking summer. Yeah, it's true though. Oh it's like, damn! Okay, <laughs> I got a song for that too. What you got? Uh, Thundercats Tron song, but the live version. And I would just get drunk and I would just listen. Oh, you know what? No, not even that. That, uh, this black orchestra called Sounds of Blackness, they got that song Optimistic. And I would just listen to that and cry. I would just sit in my chair and cry. I would just listen to that. Let me see if I can play it. I re- it that should be a government thing, is that they mandate one summer where you're really fucking depressed. And, like, it's called, like, dark summer or something yeah yeah, yeah. like you're like hey why is that guy yeah it's called rum and like they're like why is that guy wearing like striped socks and fucking like a shirt with stars all over it and it's dirty and it's like oh he's on his fucking bad summer right now I yeah think he's that- on his rum right now i don't even i mean if you're gonna buy him a beer maybe go talk to him but like he's gonna bum you out so don't even i wouldn't yeah, yeah. Even don't, don't talk to that guy like there was a reason that you know you're just like jacking off all fucking day like or some shit and like after you've jacked off you got nothing else to do wait you hear this in your house hold up Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is so bad for the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a good edit point right here. 
you'd have me going into it and going out of it, you know? Yeah. I, that's uh, that's the no, part about that. fun that's the, the part about, I'm sorry to cut you off, the part about podcasts that are fun are not about, like, creating good content or, like, being entertaining. It's just about literally just hanging, just hanging out. The same shit. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the same you, shit you, you do. Huh? You make a podcast. Whenever, you're really when, good at hanging out? Whenever you get good at hanging out, yeah. that's when you can start a podcast. That's when you can start a podcast. Nobody wants legitimately. And also, if anyone's listening to this, don't start a podcast. No one wants yeah, to. Yeah, the market's flooded. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck off. You can make some fucking sculptures or something. Do that. But I, no one yeah. wants to hear your idea. People you're not hear, funny. You're, you're not funny and you're not smart. Just listen to Joe Rogan and read your book yeah. and go to bed at yeah. 9.45. Collect a bunch of butterfly knives and go to bed too early and have <laughs> nobody talk to you and yeah, just yeah, jack yeah. off like a premium, uh, a Pornhub premium account and yeah, then yeah. start a podcast. Live something <laughs> and then start a podcast. Yeah. I, uh, God damn it. So Lose your job on purpose, then start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Fuck up a whole job. Email Walk email somebody podcast. back like email somebody back like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <You're acting laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, get chewed out over email by an older lady that works in an industry that you really like and decide that it's not for you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Burn bridges. What? Then start a fucking podcast, yeah. bitch. Tell a, tell a Tyler School of Art student that you love them over Tinder and then never talk to them again and watch oh them my get God. married on Instagram. Tyler School of Art, man. Shout out to them. Uh, maybe it's just... There's this girl I messed with with like a shaved head like three or four years, four years ago. We and, all uh, did. We all had this. I was, de- I was depressed. I like embarrassed myself. But that day that we did hang out was very fun. We watched Flight of the Concords. We both... We couldn't get into a bar because neither of us, of us had ID. Her, because she was 20. Me, because I lost my wallet because I was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> People were like, not that guy again. Yeah, I lost my wallet months prior. I lost my wallet months prior. I'm just not deciding. You know, I can't even go to the DMV. I'm too drunk to go to the DMV. But when I did go to the DMV, I went to the one in Chinatown, and I got fought afterwards. Yeah. That was like, yeah. Somebody fought you? No, I got fought after the D- the DMV. In oh, you got fought afterwards. That's why. Yeah, because you're in Chinatown right there. That's the whole point. That's true, I guess. Yeah. I uh, number one, if I if if this pie, if I have a heart attack later, I want to make sure that I go out by shouting out. All the Tyler School of Art girls, I'm so sorry that you don't get to strut your stuff. Tyler School of Art girls and honestly, like non-binary Tyler School of Art kids, you are the reason I used to wake up in the morning. You're the best. You're just like, people really put in the fucking time. And anytime you got to like hang out with one of them or like go on a date or like have sex with one, like it was, it was just a, what a phenomenal time because this girl like Temple. spoke French in my ear while we were. She spoke French in my ear, and I, I was free. I didn't know what to say. 
just like I'm on Adderall, you're like you smoked a bunch of American yeah. spirit cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, Native Americans. I vomited in your sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got the fucking pet hedgehog or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I use I used the wrong I used the wrong toothbrush that you told me to use. You know, <laughs> you got some fucking project. You're making a bunch of like you got some wooden bullshit. Yeah, you got some bullshit. Your mantelpiece you want me to look at? I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Whoa! That's wow, that's crazy. I was. I uh, went. I, I laid in the wrong. I laid. I went into the wrong room and laid in your roommate's bed and shit. And you have a guilt complex, so you let me sleep in the bed while you sleep on a bamboo mat on the floor or some shit. Yeah, because 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 I peed on I peed in your bed. So. <laughs> I just I got so hammered that like I, I was I so drunk. I'm drink. I was drinking malt liquor with my boys, and then I texted you at at eleven forty five. I I had a little while. I was I went to Temple, and I I had a little while where people were coming up to me, and they were going, "Hey, are you David Feinberg?" And I would go, "Yeah, I am." And they would go, "I saw you screaming at a party the other day." Oh, I was yeah. like, I think I'm <laughs> <laughs> people would be like yeah you were just screaming we're fucking like, wild now yeah 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 I'm like, like oh i guess so i would do that shit and i would go immediately to sleep like it was so many it was a bunch of simple parties i would go to <laughs> and there's just videos of me asleep on a couch people were covering me in blankets and shit one time they moved me to another house i had no idea i just woke up in a different place and uh oh, I, I was like where's my skateboard i didn't know what was going on and then they were oh, like, yeah, God. man, you kind of like, you were what, that Mad Ox song came on, you got hype, and then you went upstairs, you sat in a recliner, you just passed out. And I was like, sick. Yeah. My, bro- my brother and I were super into just sleeping wherever we wanted when we were little. Like, we would have big Friday night dinners, as Jewish people do, right? And we would... My brother and I, we would just like go to bed whenever, like, you know, we would walk upstairs, put ourselves in bed, go to sleep. But... For, for like a while, we would like go to like, if we went to like a family wedding or some shit, you would like fall asleep under a table or something. And I fucking stuck to that shit. I was like, if I at any point in the night want to go to sleep, I'm going to sleep. And if anyone tries to stop me, I will be fucking furious. Like I, I you and I, we've been drunk together like once or twice, maybe. Yeah, but a couple like, of times. Yeah, but like I... I don't think that anyone like you or anyone in the Sweet Charm crew has ever seen me when I, like I want to go to sleep, and like I I will pre- I will push people aside at like a death metal show to get to my bike and bike the fuck home because uh, I yeah. do not want to be here right now. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna go home unannounced. You know, oh my god, I'm talking to people and then like they're like, "What are you looking at your phone?" I'm out with my lips outside, man. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Good to see everybody. everybody. Yeah, I'm, yeah right, I miss you guys. Yo, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asleep in an Uber. I ain't waking me up. Yo, man, we outside. We outside your house. <laughs> nah, 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 I'm not. Nah, that's not it anymore. I'm not going to do that. I decided to not be that anymore. I love sleeping so much. Oh, God. Yeah. I miss sleeping. Dog, I'm gonna get a new mattress. I'm working on my house. We're gonna get a new mattress. Oh, what are you looking at? Got a got a big bedroom. We're looking at a California King. Maybe some type of online shit like Casper or something. Might get sponsored by a mattress company. 
<laughs> that would be so cool. I, know, I, had, I, was part of a, I was part of a comedy team and we got to write a, a spot for some fucking mattress company and we, we were having so much fun with it. And like, I, I don't know if it ever panned out or anything like that. Like it was above my pay grade, but like I can only imagine like to get mattresses in the mail. Oh my God. So has- also, California King. I mean, you could like, you can establish different fucking zip codes in a California King. Yeah, you got one section for being on your laptop, one section for eating, you know. <laughs> I, I'm i so excited about mattresses that somebody sent me a picture of a California King the other day. And I was like, uh, like, like I, I just stopped what I was doing to enjoy it. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember on Cribs when Shaq was on there and they showed his family, but he had like a his yeah the whole room was just a mattress. Yeah, yeah, he's got. That's when I first was like, "This is sick." What are you talking about? You just lay down the entire room. He talks about the custom cars that he has, and like he, you see the picture of him and his wife, like and all that. It's funny. I feel like his wife was like four eight. Yeah, yeah, she's like little, and you're like, "Wow, you really you know how to pick them." lady like yeah damn i don't mean to i don't mean to uh get into a territory but uh i imagine that Shaq pipes the shit out of his wife i heard he has uh, a little dig hold on i gotta pee hold on real quick for that guy it's fucking mad you know it's fine and wait i'm not gonna be left here fucking recorded i'm gonna go get another beer and i'm a piss I had to pee. I missed. I pissed all over the floor. Yeah. I'm not cleaning it up. I'm not cleaning it up. All right. You got a different dynamic with your fucking family. I, uh, my roommate the other day, he goes, he was like, Hey, are you not flushing the toilet so that, uh, like as an, uh, like an environmental thing? I was like, I, I guess so. And he goes, could you start? And I was like, Oh no, like this is not a good, well, just got a problem with piss. Yeah, you can let the mellow yellow. You can let the yellow mellow for a little bit. Right? It's fucking ridiculous. What? What are you scared of piss? Sometimes you don't even pee that much. Sometimes you you go like, oh, I got piss, and you go and you pee, and it's like a barely a little bit. Oh yeah, but I mean, I I fucking I got like a fucked up pee stream sometimes. Like if I've uh, if I've just had sex or more often just masturbated, you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even having sex. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah, had- it's been a minute. I went on I went on a, a date the other day, and I, we held hands. Oh my god, that, so that's cute. COVID, baby. And I I like I walked away, and I was like, I'm excited about holding hands, and like. Five months ago, I was like having unprotected sex with someone. This fucking sucks. They better work on this fucking COVID vaccine before more bar fights break out than ever before in human fucking history. Yeah, man. Everyone is so goddamn horny right now. I like it means that like the people that I'm talking to are hotter, but it also means that I can't do anything because you gotta get vetted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People are, I have no creds anymore. Like, it used to be that I could take a girl on like a date or like she would see me at a comedy show or something like that. Mm. And now it's just that you fucking like, maybe you hear like for like a few months after quarantine, it was like, maybe you hear about something that I used to do or have done. You heard I I used to be cool. 
right? Yeah. You're I, like a divorced shit, dad. Yeah, you're like a divorced dad. None of my shit transferred. I got like 12 things and none of them matter anymore, you know? I know. I, I've been in a relationship for like a little over two years now. So I don't know what it would be. I can't even come to grips with what it would be like to like try to have sex. It, I feel like it would be like a job application. You got, you know, some paperwork. You'd be oh going out like that, you know? I just, I went on a date with somebody and they were like, uh, I, they were like, I was like, look, I, I really like you. And like, I feel like things are going really well. And they were like, yeah, I liked you too. And I was like, I, I really, like, I feel like I would have made a move by now. And they were like, yeah, subtlety is dead. And I feel like I'm just getting into the area where it's like, I just got to like the part of my life where like I, I was just so fucking anxious and I still am really anxious, but like, especially about dating for a long time. And I had so many times where I was like so fucking nervous and it was so obvious that it would have been fine. Yeah. And just now I'm getting out of it and I'm like, Hey, maybe we could like go on a date or like, it's like, ah, you're really hot. Like that kind of a thing. And now it's, that is gone. There's no subtlety anymore. Holding hands, I was like, yeah. It's like, it's like you're going to junior prom again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're ironing your shirts. You didn't even have an iron. You had to order an iron off Amazon. You know? Yeah, yeah. You had to, you had to yeah, your shirt. shirt in the same room where you were taking a really hot shower and masturbating. And uh, it's not, it's no good right now. It's just like. I can't jerk off in the shower anymore, man. It fucks my skin up. I gotta stop taking scalding hot showers. <laughs> I haven't jacked out of the shower in a minute. I take a I, hot shower and I'm like, while I'm taking it, I'm like, oh, I feel great. But the second that my body starts drying, I feel horrible. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I I once described, my, my brother and I, we once shared, not to brag, but my brother and I, we once, uh, on a, our family took a cruise on like fucking Norwegian. Hell yeah. <laughs> It was, it was fucking really fun. Just like getting drunk all the time. And like my brother and I shared a room and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go back to the room and jack off. And like, he was like, all right. And I came out and I was like, and he goes, what's wrong? I was like, well, when you jerk off, don't you get depressed? And he was like, no. Damn, hell yeah. (laughs) He's like, why are you so bad? (laughs) It's like, you better be jerking off different. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Like. I've been jerking off getting depressed since I was like 13. I couldn't even come. And I was I was like, I was getting post-nut clarity when I was like in ninth grade or eighth grade or whatever. I, I don't feel like I get fucking post-nut clarity, though. I feel like I, like if anyone asks me to do anything, I will, I'm like a salmon that is swam upstream and nutted all over the eggs. And now I'm done. Like, I, I can just roll into the current of the... Like, when I jack off, and I don't mean to be overly uh, yeah. optimistic, but when I jack off, I lie in my bed, and I'm like, if anyone stabs me right now, that's okay. I don't care what happens. Yeah, I'm not like that. No? I, I jerk off, and I'm like, or I jerk off, and I'm like, what am I doing? I hate myself. I don't even like this video that I'm watching. Why oh, oh no! Don't, don't get me wrong. I oh, have that for OnlyFans. My first thing is, I'm like, if I die right now, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, 
Jesus Lord. Like it's like two days of like. That's the way I feel when I if, if I get like a good steak. I'm like, if I died right now, it's all right. Oh yeah. yeah. When you get the itis with the bernays with the bernays sauce. Uh, there's a place down the shore. Called fucking lobster house. Mm. And sometimes you go there. It's like white people central. But I'm gonna bring you there one day. I promise you. Here yeah. on this podcast, white people love me, man. I, I I know how to turn off my hood accent. <laughs> Thank you very much, Debbie. This has been a very lovely dinner. This is great. What is this? <laughs> This is my friend, um, Mr. Dog. Uh, and you get food there, and every all the waiters have to wear a dumb fucking costume because white people can't let go of shit. And we like you get a steak with fucking Bernays sauce, and oh, you eat it, and you're just you're dying every yeah. day. You're dying. White people are always trying to ruin businesses with the outfits. It was an ice. There used to be an ice cream place in the old old city. And this is like pre-hipster. This is like 2009 or 2008, maybe. Right at around the start of the hipster wave of like, you know, the Northeast. And they had like the the twirly must. They were like dressed like fucking like Prohibition era. They like, you know, like, you know, like the barbershop quartet dudes. That's what they were dressed like. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were dressed like. And I remember as I was a teen, I was like, this is stupid. It's hot as shit in here. And this guy's got a fucking vest on. (laughs) It's like, I would quit. Right, you got one of the bicycles with a really big front wheel. Yeah, well, he fights like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Ma, he's uh, wiping a knife off on his shirt. Yeah, you ever I, seen uh, Martin Lawrence's movie Black Knight? I've seen a little. I've seen that last scene of it where he breathes fire for a little while. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I haven't seen any of the other parts. Of him. In my mind, that's what the Black Knight is all about. I had that on. I had that on a bootleg in elementary school. I had that on on VHS. I got it from Shelton Avenue in Germantown for like four dollars. But there's a scene where he's boxing, and they're doing this shit, and he's like, he's fighting like a crackhead, like his hands are moving around and shit. And they're yeah. like, yo, they're like, yo, stand still. They don't talk like that, but they're like, he's moving. You know. In the 1400s, they're like, yo, stand still. Yo, I, my I, man, yo, what's up? I I can't follow you on escalating this bit anymore. Someone will yeah. take it, and I won't be hired on SNL. I, uh, I, um, fuck. I fucking lost my train of thought. God damn it. Damn, dog. If you ended up on SNL, that'd be sick. I would milk that story. Yeah, he was on the pod. Yeah. That's my boy. We go way back. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's going to happen considering the other day someone was like would you like to be signed and I was like no probably not but at the same time if if anybody hears this and they like my shit that much number one I assure you that you can do it too and it's just dumb shit that lives in my head and number two uh fuck you you're you're an idiot like yeah, you're stupid yeah, you're trying to capitalize on my. You all, yeah, you could also milk the open mic scene by just like clearing each of your nights, <laughs> five days out the week. You're in, yeah, just you know. be bad to whatever family or relationship. You just have either get a bike or a shitty car and just drive to each corner of whatever shitty city you're in. Oh my god, 
you get a shitty car. You're like the king of, you're already a popular comedian. Yeah, you you're the king car. of the mics. If you can pick up two of your boys on the way to fucking uh, Raven Lounge. Yep. Oh my God. Where you, cause I, the first time I met you, I think was you came to Fergie's. Or I came something. to Fergie's, yeah. And it was like a whole thing where we were just like chatting it out. We were just hanging. I guess that was like, yeah. Through Zeke. That's weird. Zeke introduces. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. And it was like, uh, that was crazy. That was crazy to even think about. Every time someone, like, I just, uh, I was chatting with someone the other day, and they were like, somebody saw your shit, and they really liked it, and they were like, I'm a fan. And I was like, that's dumb. I don't know. Like, that. Yeah. not to circle back too hard, but it's like, anything, now that COVID has happened, who are you a fan of? Like what? Why? Like porn stars. Everybody is right next to you, and there's just illusions that have painted the picture that they are yeah. above you. If you ever, I can't think of anyone. Do you have anyone that, like, if you met them, you would freak the fuck out? Do you think that you have anybody like that? The only person I've ever been, I've met a, a, a couple of celebrities and basketball players and stuff. The only person that I've ever gotten starstruck over is the rapper Rock Marciano. That's the guy. Hold on, my baby's here, man. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! So Look, he's looking at the screen, guys. <laughs> How are you? Hi, baby. Oh back. my god! So cute. Baby on my damn face. Sound. Oh, yeah. The only person I've ever, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta live this wholesome moment for a second. My God. Oh, baby on the show, baby on the pod. Oh, I feel so alive. Yeah. I've been interacting with a baby in a minute. When you gonna have a baby? Yeah. Baby. Yeah. When you have a baby? No, I, I, I stand next to the microwave every time I make uh, Elio's pizza, so I'm never going to have a baby. And yeah, you, I do, think, you I think that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, a friend of mine once, I was like, I was like, yeah, we learned all this shit in like uh, high school and stuff about having sex with condoms on. And uh, I've never done that. And my friend was like, yeah, David, if you're a fucking, if you're someone in Philly having sex and you're wearing a condom, you're a fucking, like, outcast. Like, no one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize why they emphasized that until I started having sex, and I was like, yeah, it's super different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it. you know, it sucks. It's not, I think that they're made bad on purpose so that people will have raw sex. Oh my god, yeah. It's a whole fucking it's a new yeah. There was a guy I worked with in a restaurant when I was like 17. His name was Uzi. He worked on the line. He's a cool guy. He used to tell me a bunch of cool stories about robbing people in the early 90s. But uh, one time he was like <laughs> I had sex with some girl that worked at the thing. He's like, you wear a condom? And I was like, yeah. I was like, why wouldn't I? It's just some random girl that works here. It's like, I don't we're not dating or anything. And I was like, I was like 17 or whatever. And he was like, I, I man, I'll never wear a condom. And I was like, why? He's like, man, I might as well put on a rubber glove and beat my dick. <laughs> I go, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess ah! you're right. 
And I was <laughs> three summers later, I was having my first child. And, you know, my life was changing. Learned the fucking lessons so hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, my, my fucking, I don't know what it is. I think I've been jerking off right because my pullout game is fucking incredible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it feels that way, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like you, you know how, like with baseball, it's like if you're if you're hitting three hundred, you're the man, and that's three out of ten, you know. But realistically, right. sex, you could be hitting nine fifty, you could be hitting nine seventy five. That point two five though, that motherfucker that. Yeah, that point one fifty is a game changer. That's like that, that takes that's other shit really takes a turn in a big way. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't even know I, what we were talking about before this. Me neither. I was thinking about like uh, every every sexual uh, scare that I've had, and not even baby related, just like uh, HPV, shit mm, like that. Probably have everyone has HPV. Everybody's got HPV. Most people have herpes. Yeah, and I, okay. I, 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 I the, the virus like herpes simplex divide. It was like different strands of the yeah. virus. Everybody has. Good. It. That yeah. means that everybody. You know what? Everybody should. You know what? Everybody deserves it. Fuck yeah! You want life to live. If you're gonna fucking get, you know, you got one life. Are you gonna not have sex? There are people out here who are waiting for marriage to have sex. How fucking lame oh. is that? It's stupid. It's going to be bad, too. You're going to be like, this isn't good. You got to practice. Yeah, imagine imagine if you're with someone for three and a half years and then you finally get married and you have sex and it just, it doesn't work at all. (laughs) It's just completely bad. So bad. Have you ever seen that show, Never Been Kissed? No, 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 no. Is that like a TLC show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I've seen one of those clips with the Indian guy. Oh, that one where they just walk into the room and they kiss. Yeah, and like I can't do it. That's that's a different one. This one, if you get the chance, look up people kissing on their wedding day for the first time ever kissing. It's like the worst fucking video I've ever seen. And their mouths are completely open. Alone. It is fucking disgusting. You can probably learn how to have sex or kiss from like a any romantic comedy with Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah. Just like just have I, it. I when I was yeah, you gotta fucking watch uh watch Yes Man and uh <laughs> Damn I saw that in the theaters. <laughs> I feel like I I still I don't know if I've seen that all the way through. That movie sucks. I remember, yo, you know, crazy. Guess where Mark Ruffalo's from? Guess. Guess where he's from? Uh, he's from Buffalo or something? He's from Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the protests uh, and riots are going, where that white kid shot those people. <laughs> have you seen that? Have you seen that video with the cops giving them the water and shit? Oh, that shit is so f- fucking. Duh, that shit is insane. <laughs> They were in Atlanta. They were shooting at black legally uh, legal gun owners in Atlanta. They were like fucking those guys up. They didn't yeah. even ask this kid for ID. I mean, he looks young. Well, the, who gives a shit if he looks young? He has the gun strapped across his chest. And then I think back to like a few months ago when the the group of black guys that like 
brought guns to a protest and they didn't even use them. This guy shot a guy in the face. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like even even before he started shooting, he looks like he shouldn't have a gun. You could just stop it. You could just stop him right there. Hey, let me see your ID, kid. Oh, you're from a state over. You're too young for a gun in the state. Well, you're going to jail. Well, I think that the, the, the thing underneath it is that the police don't give a shit. It's like the, the thing underneath it all. Oh, yeah, but definitely. The, the cops. Well, thanks, guys. You're doing us a service yeah. by you catching this murder charge instead of me. Here's a, here's a water bottle for you. Yeah. Yeah, this graffiti, man. This graffiti is destroying the neighborhood. Unlike me going around shooting people in the back. I'm just imagining all the cops across the country talk like they're from South Jersey. The, did you see the Kenosha, uh, the like, I don't know if he's the chief of police. Oh, yeah. yeah. The deepest voice I've ever fucking heard on a human being. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Oh, Defending God. the used car dealership. They were outside after curfew, and therefore they were breaking the law. So you know, yeah. I uh, tweeted that I was like, "This motherfucker just said, <laughs> if you don't, if you break curfew, you deserve to get shot." That's man, white people I... in this country have been so. What's crazy is that for so much of their lives, these past couple generations, the golden age, the boomers, uh, Gen Xers, and millennials, life has been so catered to them that. You got to think, you're talking, we're talking about like what, like seven years of people being woke. Kaepernick took the knee four years ago. Shit started to change. Shit started to like, the landscape started to change around 2010. And these motherfuckers can't handle not having the world revolve around them for that. Like, it feels like they just like are still upset about the Civil War and they want to run it back. Oh my God, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that if there's one thing that white people love, it is the same thing over and over again and skiing. Um, like, I feel like there's so much shit of like, especially when everything really, like the, when the protests like over the summer started up, I was like, you better be ready for like a world of bullshit because if there's like one thing that white liberalites love, it's trying to solve a problem in a weekend. And that was, that's the thing that I think is the most frustrating is how not only were white liberals like, don't worry, we'll solve it in like a week. We got this. We hear you. you. Black people saw right through it. Like I had, I had friends that were like, were like, this is what white people do all the time is they say that they're going to solve something and they talk about it. They have a big speech and nothing fucking changes. Yeah, it's all performers. If it takes 10 weeks, we're not going to do it. Nancy Pelosi and all those fucking senators or whatever taking a knee in the kente cloth, but then right. the next day being like, well, we can't, you know, defund the police. We can't move those funds. Nobody is even saying, like, anything. I don't think that that stance is insane to say. Maybe we should take some money away from the police and put it somewhere else. Some shit, somebody tweeted something earlier today that, like, if you remove, like, 6% of the Philadelphia police budget, you could like end homelessness in Philadelphia. Yeah, I saw that shit. But that's the thing is, if, uh, if you know, if your parents were cool in the fucking seventies and eighties, they were getting arrested and they were getting knocked around in fucking cop cars. It's not new shit. Like the fact that I had to go to a protest, like with my dad, like who was protesting the same shit like forty years ago. 
is fucking ridiculous that like the problems are allowed to you know escalate this far and they're worse than ever i mean the country is in a fucking shit storm and it's the laughing stock of everywhere else and yet so many people are like married to this idea of like american exceptionalism because if not i think for a long time you were murdered if you didn't fucking it's like the only it. way you can feel good about yourself if you are and I'm a, whatever, if you are um, a slightly above poverty line, working class to middle class white person, society is telling, society, or I guess media also, is telling you that if you follow all the rules, then you will also be able to oppress people and take advantage of people. Do like, and, and through like ways that like are, like s- small businesses, I would imagine that most people, all of their worst jobs are small businesses. And then if you sell your soul to a bigger company, you get fucked by them too, but at least you get paid. Oh my God. It's like you, you can't have so so much, so big of a population in this nation all think that they've done nothing wrong. If, oh you're, a my, if you're a minority in this country, if you're black or Hispanic or you know you have different religions and shit, you're constantly being told that you're, the way that your folks lived is wrong. And that's why you need to be more American. You know? Oh my God. If you're Muslim and you don't eat pork. It's your fault. It's forever going to be made as your fault. You need to adapt. You yeah. need to assimilate into the system. And, it just, and it's, the, it's that equality is equated with yeah. destroy the thing that you used to have and adopt this bullshit system into your thing well they're like it's it's like it's like they're like well your dad is a loser and that's why you dropped out of high school and why you fucked up well it's like my dad my dad only went to the streets because his mom died and they split up his dad was his dad only got arrested because he couldn't get a job after fighting in a war for this country (laughs) And he turned right. he tur- he turned to the streets because he was a veteran, and after the war he would come back to look for work, and they wouldn't. Ha- That's like every union in in America in Philadelphia. It's like the builders' unions, the contractors. They were like they were created to keep blacks from getting jobs. So it's like it, you could trace all this shit back. It's not like it's that long ago. It's like if Dr. King wasn't assassinated, he would probably still be al- he would still be alive. He would oh be, yeah. he'd be an old man, but he would still be alive. It's not like it's that long ago. It's like we, I, if, if if people think yeah. that the reason that people died was not for a purpose, and not that they intentionally fought for something and died, but that they were killed for certain things, you're ridiculous. And also the 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 conglomerating of the narratives of these things, it's like as a white person. Like to see that, that like people were like, Dr. King was like an inspiration to us all. And like all the, like why, like how inspiring that this black man, like, and then it's like, but who fucking killed him? Like that was never explained in school. Yeah. Like if a young person ever said who killed him, if, if you can find someone that knows that I bet you can find a lot of young people, even people our age, that know the year that Martin Luther King 
did the I have a dream speech and could quote pieces of the I have a dream speech, but could not tell you who killed him. And I bet that's purposeful because there's people in this country. Why, why that date, you know? Yeah. And like, and where and why and how, and like the fact that like certain elements of it are like covered up or not investigated. And it's like, there is purposeful tactics. And if you think of the worst thing that anyone has ever done to you, and then think if they had total impunity under government and the law, and that is what fucking community. That's what the fucking that's the, shit, that's the shit with them killing this guy on Sunday is like you at some point you have to be like, I wanted to kill him. It's like it I I did not try everything to de- de-escalate the situation. Granted, the video that people saw doesn't give a hundred percent context, but just from the video. The guys walking yeah. away, you had you stop, you could grab him, you could do anything. You already were fighting him. You already were on the ground putting your knee on his neck, fucking beating him up. So like you could have kept doing that. You let him get up. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're getting I'm getting well, fired up now. Not not only that, like uh I mean, I, I think about like, what was the name of that guy in California and he was like, I'm I'm fed up with the cops. He was a cop. Oh, Stephen Dorner, yeah, he was the man. Yeah, he, he fucking saw, like that he, shit. He, he saw racism. He tried to stop it. He got reprimanded for it. And then he turned on the police. And then he fucking he killed a bunch of fucking white cops, right? But that's the thing. It's like, yeah, and their they, family too. they Swiss cheesed that guy, like, and without hesitation in any regard. And this was a guy who they saw him kill someone, like, at point black range. And not only was he not oh, only does it mean Dorner. yeah chris Dorner, like like not mm-hmm. only does it mean that the cops are so immune to feeling anything based in someone being shot right in front of you for the purposes that you agree with but also that that if someone is white and doing it it doesn't matter anymore like it's like the thing about it is that I feel like the impunity and the lack of accountability. Any sort of accountability, like if it's not, if it hasn't been demonstrated to you yet, you're, I mean, you're just a fucking idiot. Like you're, right. I, I don't mean Chris, to be- The Chris Dorna case, right? This is, yeah. this is from the Wikipedia. In two separate incidents during the manhunt, police shot at three civilians unrelated to Dorna mistaking their pickup trucks for the vehicle driven by Dorner. One of the civilians was hit by, was shot. One was wounded by shattered glass. And a third was injured after the police rammed a, a car and, and then shot at him. And then none yeah. of those officers, officers dealt with any type of repercussions for just attacking random people on the street. Hey man, is that a, two, is that a 2002 Chevy? And then just, <laughs> All right, fucking go! This guy's sick. The Dorner. biggest fucking guns he's handsome. could ever have. And he was yeah, an yeah. American hero. He was like in the Navy. He did all this shit. He like actually believed in the system. But it's so quick. It doesn't take anything for you to... Re- it takes like one situation for you to realize that the system is... It doesn't... It's bullshit. It's fucked up and it's rigged. And not only that, it's that it's like if you don't agree with even a little bit of it, you're not going to get anywhere. And 
that is why you should shop at Whole Foods because they actually care about you and it's good food for a good cause. The good, and affordable prices. Unlike affordable Sprouts. Prices. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Sprouts. Fuck Sprouts. That is, oh God, just being like someone that goes into Whole Foods and you're like, I'm eating healthy today. I'm supporting a good cause. I, how many, back to Tyler School of Art kids, but how many Tyler School of Art kids have I met that like, you know, you graduate with your photography degree or whatever, and then you're yeah. working at fucking Whole Foods, you know? Yeah, like, Whole Foods. On Fairmount, across the street from, wait, no, that's more School of Art. But across the street from the art museum at the Whole Foods, you yeah. know. Trying your best. Trying your best. Shout out to my boy Ian. He lives in that building. He lives upstairs from there? Yeah, either there or the one next, the building next door. He lives in one of those buildings and it's sick. That's hot shit. Yeah, those buildings are awesome. All those buildings are filled with people who are like a min the minimum age of like 66. I knew one lady who was like in communications and she's like a little older than us, I think. And she was like, uh, she was like, I mean, she just fucking killed it money wise. That's it. If you're uh, not this person is, but if you're ugly, you can make a lot of money because you don't give a shit about getting like ass or anything like that. <laughs> like fucking if you're if you're ugly, like invent something new or put out a good album because you uh you don't have much else, and that's what America will tell you over and over again is that you're ugly, so you don't mean anything. So that's why you should try to make a shitload of money. See if you can. I bet you can. For a little while, I thought I was unattractive uh, to everyone. I was so terrified that I was never gonna have sex with anybody, and then. Uh, uh, in that time, I became, uh, it was so easy to, I mean, I'm, I'm a white straight man, but like, uh, like in that time, I was able to climb hill after hill. And uh, if you just dedicate yourself to that shit, you will become the CEO of a company. And then you can hire two poor people to beat each other with pool cues if you want to. You get to do whatever you want from then on. On an island, on an island inside of a temple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get to go to Istanbul and you get to watch two monkeys fight over uh, an, an almond. and like Over a cigarette, over a Native American spirit. You, yeah, and Chris, yeah. you and Chris Tucker, and if you pay him, he'll wear that outfit from Fifth Element. <laughs> you, get to, you get to have your moment in the sun where you get to lather Chris Tucker's chest with keel oil yeah. and, and fuck, his, fuck his man tits. He uh he had a stand up special from like five maybe a couple years ago three years ago, and I watched it and it was such a piece of shit because he used to be a really good stand up. Yeah, he was mostly impressions and shit, and he had a couple of like he had like weird bits, but like his his bits in the last special was just about him like raping his wife, raping his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. There's he's, like, th he's like I climbed through the window. <laughs> why, she at, why she at work? She at work. I come through. You know, like, what is this? That's like, uh, that, I mean, that gets me back to like what we were talking about, like, like bad media content because the media doesn't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So many bad, Eric Andre's special was so bad. I didn't even watch it. Don't. Stand up hasn't, stand -up hasn't been good for a while, man. 
there's a lot of bad stand-up right now. It's, uh, and even, like, the guys who are, like, great, you know, like Chappelle and, like, the Louis C.K.'s, even, bef- like, before his shit and, like, you know, a, a lot of people like that, you watch their specials, them, you're talking about, like, 25 and 30 years in, and it doesn't have the same weight as, like, Killing Them Softly did. Or like fucking. Oh well, killing him softly, I feel like is untouchable. I mean, that's like nearly flawless. Yeah, album. it's like this. It's like the same guy. He's kind. He. He's. I'm. I'm saying like, even for the greats, comedy is in such a different place. And there's so many specials out. There's so many hours out of comedy that like you almost watch it. Not you're watching it like you're about to review it. You can't even really enjoy it because you're like not critiquing. But you and you you consume yeah. comedy in such a different way that it's not unfair to them. It's kind of unfair to yourself because like the best the best times for you to enjoy comedy are like between the ages of like nine and seventeen. That's when you could like watch anybody and like just appreciate how good they were. You could just watch like Earthquake. <laughs> you watch like Comic View, or, like some right. right. You're, you're watching all Bruce Bruce specials. You're watching Bruce Bruce. Some him. And then some shady guy from Memphis who who never did anything else. He was he was on BT two times and he was funny as shit. And then you like you were I, you're just in tears. You can't even yeah. comprehend what happened. I and not to fucking shit on him, but like Ralphie May, like oh, Ralphie like, May was sick. <laughs> Oh, Ralphie May was really, really good, but I remember being a little kid and being like, what the fuck? This is amazing. Like, yeah. I remember being at like, uh, a wedding, my uncle's wedding, and uh, being like, like going back upstairs to like go to sleep at the wedding and like being like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I can't Ralphie believe this guy's getting it <laughs> Yeah, he was fat as shit. He had good timing. He was like charming. He was, he had all the stuff you needed to like, he could, him and, him and a fucking, who's the other guy? Nick Swartzen kind of running that same round for me where like, they probably aren't the funniest guys, but they have such, he has such good energy. It just makes you, I would be like, again, crying, watching like a 2005 Comedy Central half hour with Nick Swartzen. And if I watch it now, I'm like, this is all right. I don't know why I was laughing. So, oh, know. yeah. But the, I mean, uh, I, I just watched, uh, like, three years ago, I watched for the first time, like, Richard Pryor live in concert. Mm, okay. I think yeah. that one's probably perfect. I, I would say that in terms of direction, comedy content, and just, like, cool stuff that he does, was that that, the, that one probably that and killing him softly is probably was that the one that was uh, co-written by like Paul Mooney and shit? I don't think so. No, Paul no, no, Mooney, got, Paul Mooney no, was funny as shit too. No, th- this is like it's like I mean, prior by the end of it, it's like sweaty. He's wearing like a red shirt and he's fucking coked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking but, about. But like he. Like, I don't know, just like, I think about like the impermanence of the things that you do during your special, especially when you're like this coked out fucking maniac. Yeah, he doesn't even he, know like, where he is. Yeah, he like turns the lights on and he's like, Huey Newton is here right now. 
and like he and everybody claps for Huey Newton. He makes all these white people clap for Huey Newton. And it's like, I just, every time I, I want to do stand up, I want to think about it that way, like of being that good. Like of thinking about it as being like, it's impossible, man. I think, the thing, thing. I think the thing that made guys like him, Red Fox, fucking old, not old, I guess old George Carl, all these guys is like, they didn't know exactly what they were doing because there was nothing really like it. I guess the earliest forms of stand-up were those guys that like dressed in like women's dresses and shit and like sang songs and shit. Like those guys were on such new ground. And I guess it's hard to break new ground in comedy now. Cause like so much, so many things have been done that you just have to perfect being charming. I, I get, that is true. That, you know what, you make a really good point there. It's hard as shit to be a stand-up. It's hard as shit, but it's also, it is like being charming. I feel like people that know how to be charming know how to do it and then some people suck and they just do like the weird takes and shit that comes with stand-up and they just like you know yeah well some people some uh somebody uh, actually shane gillis pointed this out the other day and he was like uh he was like you know that a lot of like indie comedians are just making fun of people with mental disabilities like and like eventually they'll have to have their day in the sun like it's not going to age well and i think that that is something that like a lot of independent comedians will have to go through and I'll have to go through too. Like I bet that my shit in like 20 years, 20 years, like 10 years. Not not even like six summers and then motherfuckers will be like, do you remember what he said? And it's like, yeah, you were laughing when he said it. He was making this video about the farmer's market as if he fucking couldn't register this and that. Like he couldn't register subtle human facial processes. What a fucking asshole. Fucking piece of shit. I don't think comedy will get better than... There was like a heyday uh, or like a go for me, a golden era between like 96 and like 2008, where you get like Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac and the Def Comedy Jam shit. And then like right at the tail end, you get like Cat Williams. And I think that was, <laughs> that was like the funniest people who like, I don't think, like I think Cat Williams, the the way that Cat Williams and Steve Harvey are funny are so alien that, like, I don't think anybody could be able to create that. Because they are Probably just, not. like, natural, like, char- they're just unnaturally charismatic. And I, I think it's very hard for people who are fans of stand-up that end up becoming stand-up comedians to fucking... Wait, what? When? Oh, the baby's crying. All right, we got to go. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I gotta go. This is great. We talked for, like, way too long. <laughs> we talked for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Good Lord. You gotta come back on, yeah. man, anytime. Really? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Oh, I thought this was a fucking rambling mess. No, nah, this was sick. Maybe I'll figure some shit out to where it doesn't buzz. I think it was buzzing because my laptop charger was plugged in. It might I'll- also me but if you ever want to like do it again like for real for real like uh at your house i'll i'll do it like if you okay. have a mic yeah i got two mics yeah i got uh, two mics I, my like, desk is big as shit yeah, yeah like my my fucking uh like i i just i i feel like on zoom it's so weird like you don't know yeah, when to stop delay. and we were talk we were touching on some some good shit yeah yeah okay well Why when do you want to do it i just get this podcast is wild as shit. Yeah, I get I get fucking super insecure, but I, I liked what happened. I was just like, 
all day I was like at work, like, come on, like think of something fucking cool, you know, like. Nah, man, you just let the conversation flow. You're funny. You don't. I, no, I don't know. I know, but it's like one yeah. of those things where it's, it's not you, and it's not the podcast. It's just my fucked up head. Yeah, your public image. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Who gives a shit? No one's listening to this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got. I gotta go, man. All right, tell the baby and tell your girl I said hello. Yeah, of course, of course. All right, man. I'll talk. To you.